Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? (laughs) Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and her guest Kathy Willis from Rockdale, Texas. Love Talking Today with Reverend Linda Chandler. Thank you, uh, Gavin. We are in studio today, and we're excited about our programming today. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and... We're just so thrilled to be here at the bridge, uh, which is Central Texas Christian Talk, and we're trying to build bridges of love and leadership, and in a few weeks, um, we're going to be celebrating 31 years, and in studio with me today is one of my dear friends, Pastor Linda Chandler, who is also the director or CEO of Host Ministries. Hello, Miss Linda. Hey, Evelyn. I'm so glad to be with you today. It's always fun to be on the radio with you. Well, you say that, and that makes me feel a lot better because, you know, I am not an expert. We've done radio in Austin 31 years. Unbelievable. I know. Every Saturday, we've had a, well, between changing stations, uh, we've had a few Saturdays off, but not many. And it is an exciting time for us to be able to talk about those things that are so dear to our heart, and that is the love of the Lord Jesus. And we're going to be talking today with with a good friend of mine. Um, her name is uh, Kathy Willis, and uh, she has written a new book, Speaker to Speaker. But let me ask you a question, Linda. Uh, are you a wisher? What is it that you have wished for in your lifetime? Oh, my goodness. Well, I did wish to do be a book author one time, so that's why I'm excited oh. about talking to another author. And, you know, I did get to write one book, The Gates of Redemption. But um, 
what I really wish for is that I just can be um, a servant of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Do something to bring him glory. Well, you know, it is exciting that we have that opportunity in times like these. And I am so old now, Linda. I have a long view behind me and <laughs> not a lot looking forward to other than I'm going to graduate and he's building my house. And when I get ready, he gets it ready. I'm going to move on up to heaven. But we uh, we do want to talk today about a couple of things. And uh, Kathy is a good friend. She's married to Pastor Russ Willis, and they live in Rockdale, Texas. And she has a lot of opportunities to speak as a pastor's wife, like you do as a pastor, Linda. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she wrote Grin with Grace. And she speaks really with a balance of funny and faith and um she coaches other speakers. Uh, That's an and, awesome thing to do, to uh, pour Christian. yourself into others. Mm-hmm. And in business communication, is she has a marketing thing. And so let's welcome Kathy. Good morning, let's Kathy. Are you with us? I am, and hello to both of you. Well, thank hey, you. Kathy. Well, uh, we are excited to have you. Um, is this a greeting with Grace Day for the household in, in Rockdale with Pastor Wes? Well, you know, I, I think it's just neat the timing that God has for us sometimes. Just 15 minutes ago, Russ walked in with an envelope for me, and it had a note in it from one of the ladies that I wrote about in Speaker to Speaker that is one of my mentors and role models. And so uh, I, I probably I haven't heard from her in ages, so it's just such a blessing and almost an endorsement of today's radio program that she would write today of all days, you know, and she received the book and just was so excited to know that I sort of did a tribute for her in the book, and um, she just meant so much to me, and I just, that's a great way to grin with grace when you get a note like that. It'll, it'll keep you lit up all day long. Well, it keeps you grinning, that's for sure. Well, <laughs> Linda, you had a question. Well, yeah, I think that that was definitely God's grace just flowing all over you, Kathy. Um, I wanted to know, though, what's going on? In the town of Rockdale, Texas, and in, and in your household, what's what's that? I I've gone through Rockdale before. I always thought it was kind of an interesting uh-huh. little town, but um, I'd love to know what's going on in Rockdale. Well, uh, my husband pastors Meadowbrook Baptist Church in Rockdale, which is about an hour outside of Austin, and we're excited this week because our student pastor, who's been here just one year was featured this week in the newest issue of Southern Baptist Texan magazine. Awesome. And they did an interview on him because of the impact, which is funny because that's also the name of his student ministries is impact. Uh, just what they've done in their group to grow from four when he came to 97 was what they had this week. Oh, a regular week. Wow. And that is. Exactly. Oh, that, <laughs> that is really social networking, too. I mean, and that's what part of your book is about, is that not? Definitely. You know, it's all about getting the word out. Whatever method that is new to man, it's still the same old thing that God has used all along, and that's getting the word out. You know, go tell it on the mountain, go tell it on Facebook, whatever it might be, but it's still that same same thing. Each one reach one by telling. Mm. You know, uh, Kathy, uh, when we think about how God's prepared our hearts and our lives for times like we're living in today, uh, I I'd mentioned when we came in, this is, you know, we're celebrating 31 years. We'll start 32 
in a, a couple of weeks. Uh, I grew up in radio, and uh, we did it in a very small town. And my dad, um, on Saturday morning, my job was to pull the records, and it was hillbilly music what it was what it was. And my job was to pull the records and to take a big chief tablet with a pencil, number two pencil, and write down all the requests that had been put in a milk bottle on our front porch because we didn't have telephones. And somebody would want us to play uh, Rubber Dolly or something for Aunt Sarah Ann who broke her toe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I think about that and I think about where we are today, it is an exciting world we live in, Kathy. And networking is so much a part of that. But networking also Well, and it makes the... It makes the world so small today, you know, because even though we live in a small town, we're able to impact people all around the world because of social networking and other ways we get the word out. So, you know, times have changed, and uh, we've come a long way, baby, as they say. (laughs) Well, Kathy, um, your new book, uh, your book that we did, we talked about just recently, was Grinning with Grace. How graceful has God been in your life? What has he done that is so special? You know, I I really, if I had to boil it down to one thing, because there's been so many things, I think it would have to simply be his presence in my Mm -hmm. life. Because if you strip everything else away, as long as you have that, you have enough to get through life. And I would have to say that's the biggest gift of grace, is just simply his presence. We want to, Linda. You know, I have a question about that. Then, if if his presence is is that 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 grace, the, his presence, which I so agree with you, how do you transfer that into the community and into social networking? How does that happen? I think what happens is it transforms your life first, and you have so much joy that people want what you have, and as long as you are out there interacting with them and caring Mm -hmm. about their lives, they want what you have. They want that presence of God in their lives so they can have that same joy and peace. So it really is about that interaction, whether it's in person or online or however you go about what God has called you to do. We have to be brave enough to reveal who we are and what God's doing in our lives. Well, it is important uh, for speakers and and pastors and people, all of us, to get involved in in a modern day or a modern form of connecting and delivering the love of the Lord Jesus and learning how to grin with grace. But I wanted you to give us a few tips before we take our break at uh, 11, uh, or we take our first break, I'm sorry, some tips on how effective a Facebook and Twitter are in making a difference, and not just in our lives, but in our world today. That sounds like a great topic. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I just, I, I, I think, again, going back to that, what, what message do we have? And isolating that heartbeat, that heart core passion that we have, and being able to communicate it in a way that makes a difference in the lives of others. Social networking lets us hang out where our target group hangs out and do life with them, you know. We're there to support them in their bad times, celebrate their good times, and we end up being on their radar when they need us or they need our message. 
And that's how they get to know our heart. So mm. social networking should never be one of those things where we just do what I call a drive-by posting, where we post something and we're on our way. It really is about that true care and interacting. When we do that, we know we've made a connection. Could you give us a couple of tips of how to do that on a pointed basis? Well, I think the main thing is to remember that everyone that's reading social networking or really anything you write is they're asking the question, what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. And so it can't be just about sharing what we know. Um, I read a piece this week, and I couldn't even finish it because someone was so proud of what they knew, and they had to show it all to me that I didn't want to finish the article. So it's mm-hmm. not about what we know. It's, it's about what they need to know, their felt needs. And when we address that and they can relate to it, that's truly communicating. And so we should do that when we're social networking or whether we're writing books or speaking or whatever we're doing to communicate. We need to make sure that we keep in mind that they're asking the question, what's in it for me? Mm. Yeah, that is so true, Kathy. And uh, that is an example that the Lord Jesus himself gave us. Uh, we don't. We need to take our break before we, we go into our next um, uh, segment. But And when we come back, I want us to talk about the mission that we are on in the life that we're living right now in the, in America and in our world and what God's uh, plan for us is, what, what the commission that the Lord Jesus gave us. And it's, it's really important to understand that if you are going to be connecting, whether on social media or you're writing or you're doing radio or you're preaching like Linda does, uh, it is important that we get that as a as a target or an objective for us. And when we come back, I want us to talk about how important it is to simplify that message to the point that we know where it is that we need to take it and how it is we need to present it right after this. Stay with us. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. 
Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and her guest Kathy Willis from Rockdale, Texas. Love Talking Today with Reverend Linda Chandler. Thank you, Gavin. We are glad to be back in studio and uh, have Linda in, uh, in the studio with us today to talk about the things that are so dear to our heart. Linda, we went out. Uh, we are talking today with my good friend Kathy Willis, and Kathy is the author of a new book, Speaker to Speaker, and it's about connecting, it's fascinating. Uh, communicating. It's very fascinating. I've already learned so much, Kathy. Thank well, you. Well, we we know that we are on a mission. Um, Kathy, you you sort of described that for us. And we have a direct commission from the Lord Jesus, and he simplified that in a very simple outline. It's called the Great Commission because he, he was speaking to those, uh, his followers, that were shaking with fear and with uh, lack of understanding. And he gave them a charge, a mission, and it is this, get up, get out, and go tell. And so that's what he's calling all of us to do uh, in, in the time we're living now, Linda. And that's what your book is about. It's speaker to speaker. He speaks to us for what reason, Kathy? You know, Jim Watkins, one of my author friends, said it best when he wrote a book called We Communicate to Change Lives. Mm-hmm. And that's really why we communicate on any level, whether it's just one-on-one, in a group, through a book, or any other way that we communicate, it is to change lives. And there's three main ways we do that. Just like you narrowed down the commission to get up, get out, and go tell, there's three main ways we, we know what we're supposed to do with that message. And the first one is uh, to develop our contacts because we need to know who we're speaking to, who is our target audience, how do we find them, and why are we called to go to them. And God will help us figure that out. He is always my my general manager. He's the one that helps me know where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to say. So if it's on social networking, I need to build those contacts up because if I only have a few, then I'm only making a difference in a few lives. So don't be afraid to build that contact list beyond the people that you even know. Spread it out and have that ripple effect with people you don't know. Mm -hmm. And then develop good content. You know, this, this is three C's to help you remember it really well. First one's contacts. The second one is that content, and it, it really still goes back to that answering that question about what's in it for them. How are we going to help them change their lives? And actually, it's Jesus Christ who's doing the changing. And you know, that third point is connecting. Are we truly connecting yes. with them? You know, because if we're not, we're, we're going to lay an egg. We're, we are just not going to work it out if we're just trying to impress them or if our motives aren't right. But you know, the Bible says that out of the heart, or out of the mouth comes the things of the heart. So as long as we have that heart in the right place, the right words will come out, and we will have that connecting point with them. 
You know, and so that's really all we do, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's in a group, whether it's on an online or social networking. It's always about having, isolating that message that God has given specifically to you, and he's equipped you to do it. And he's also already gathered a group of people that he knows needs to hear that message, and we just need to be obedient to take out that step of faith and do it. Wow. Well, you know, uh, there are, I guess the old standard that the greatest fear in life is public speaking is still a little bit <laughs> true <laughs> for me. It's never been a problem for me. I have a speech impediment, but it, my husband said one day, the only impediment you have, you have to stop to breathe. Uh, but, Linda, <laughs> you know, it is exciting when we think about what it is that we have to uh, to prepare our hearts for. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. there is one main thing that's wrong, and it, you've written a chapter in your book. Yes, uh, Kathy, speaking for chickens. And, <laughs> I mean, I think that's so cute. Uh, and I just think, like, wow. Okay, but why are people, though, so fearful of speaking? What, what You know, and what are some remedies that we might could give to our audience to help them overcome that? Well, you know, a lot of people in their line of work or in ministry or if they're writers, one of the first things they're told to do is that they need to become a public speaker. And their first excuse is, not me, I can't do it, I'm afraid of public speaking. And so I actually did a survey on Facebook to ask people why they're afraid of public speaking. And some of the things that they told me I put in the book, and here's just a few of them, a lot of them just don't like to be in the spotlight. You know, they feel like they're introverted. They'd rather be behind the scenes. It just makes them really nervous when all eyes are on them. Some of them even have nightmares about it. You know, those funny nightmares that you're you're not dressed and you're yes. up at the podium or, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. forget your lines. You, um, those nightmares have come true just because of people's nerves and their fears, not the not dress part, but forgetting your words. Or I've even seen some people so nervous that their notes fly off the podium, and when they go to pick them up, they're all out of order, and they don't know where to start again. You know, so because of things that have happened, they do develop fears. Some of them are founded, and some of them are unfounded just because, I think, you know, our enemy doesn't want us to speak. And he he really operates with a method of fear and doubt. And we mm. need to realize that there's no place for that with what God has called us to. He hasn't given us the spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of power, a sound mind. And that last one that I know you love is the word love. You know, he's given all of that to us. So we don't have to be fearful. We don't have to worry that people are going to laugh at us or that we're going to be dull. We're just plain bombing, you know, failure, epic proportions. We just need to speak the word simply that God has called us to say. Um, and how do we get rid of those fears? Well, you know, a little bit of fear is okay because it keeps us humble and it yes. keeps us trusting That's God. Good. Even people that por- perform on stage on Broadway say, they actually can get some extra energy from that fear. So don't feel like it's just awful if you have any at all. But there are a few things that you can do to help relieve it. And the main thing is to remember what you're there for. And remember that those fears are usually distorted. We see it through the wrong um, proportions or perspectives. And when we tap into the passion and into the other people and forget about ourselves, 
were able to do that. You know, I don't recommend that you speak on just any topic because if you get up there just to fill a need that they have for a speaker, a lot of times you you won't do your best because it's not something you're passionate about. So mm. make sure you're also speaking in your passion because that's just going to come across and people are going to love what you have to say, even if you're not a smooth or professional speaker yet. They can tell from your heart that you're serious about it and that, that it means something to you. And, and that means more to them than how polished you are. What, what are some suggestions for uh, that, that you uh, – name some of those you have in the book for us uh, of relax, uh, relaxation techniques, Kathy? Absolutely. You know, um, the first thing that I always recommend is instead of praying for yourself right before you get up, Pray for someone else. Pray for the group. Pray for mm-hmm. other people. Get your focus off of yourself. But there's even some physical things you can do. I know one speaker who says every time uh, they introduce her that she develops hiccups. And it's just this nervous response. She's probably been swallowing too much air, and that's just her body's way of dealing with it. Well, So it's really important before you get up that you're doing some deep cleansing breaths. That helps get oxygen to every part of you. It helps energize you. It helps lower your pulse rate, which is a symptom of fear and nerves. And it helps you get more oxygen to your brain so you can actually remember the things that you've prepared. Another thing to do is what's called progressive relaxation. And that's when you tighten a specific muscle and then relax it. Good time to do that is when they're introducing you and you're you're still seated is to just physically make every muscle relax. We don't even realize we're tensed up until we have to tighten it harder and then make it relax. And that really does help with our nerves. And like I said, really the best thing of all is to just get the focus off yourself and Mm -hmm. pray for the others while they're praying for you. And then when you get up on stage, you're going to be focused on that message and not on how you look or whether you're going to perform well. It's just going to be about putting that message in the spotlight. Mm. Well, let's talk about the message a little bit, uh, Kath, before we take our next break. Uh, you know, it uh, you give such great encouragement in speaker-to-speaker uh, and inspiration and instruction uh, for speaking and publicly. Let's talk about openings and closings. How important is it that we time those and get those where we have a comfort zone? Well, you know, a lot of times we, when we train speakers, we tell them the opening and the closing are so important that we want you to have them more prepared than any other part. And so in your notes, those sections will actually even look differently than how you notate the rest of your program. Mm-hmm. And that's because we want you to be so familiar with it that you are making eye contact with the audience. You have just a few moments to capture that audience, before their mind goes somewhere else for the length of the program. You know, you think about it. What happened before your guests arrive and they sit down? They have had a busy day. They've probably had some bad news or good news. Either one will cause their mind to be rolling in another direction. They've probably had a conflict with someone. They have a long to-do list. There's just so many things on their mind. So when they sit down and they're no longer busy, if that's the time that their mind goes into overdrive and they start thinking about all those other things. So our opening is so important because if we don't capture them and get them to want to go on that journey with us of our program, we've lost them for that whole time, and they will just daydream and think about whatever else is on their minds. 
So it's really important in that opening. One way to do that is to make eye contact with different people. And I like to, um, before the program begins, get there early enough that I have mm-hmm. met quite a few of them ahead of time. Yes. Because that way it doesn't feel like I'm looking out at strangers. Because that is a little hard. But if you've met them before time, I even go early enough that I, what I do what I call pray the room. You know, I, I touch each place mm-hmm. where I think that they're going to sit. I pray for who might sit there, that the Lord might use the message, might use that time might encourage them through someone else, even if, you know, it's not just me that's there to encourage them. We're there to encourage each other. So I've prayed the room. I've done the meet and greet, gotten to know them. So when I get up to make eye contact with them, I can sort of stage it and make sure that I pass through each section of that room so that I'm making eye contact with them. And they will remember that conversation they just had with me before the program began. And they're ready to come with me on the journey. So that opening is so important. And it, it needs to show them that you're going to deliver something to them that they can relate to. They need to know that you're not not up on a pedestal and everything's perfect mm-hmm. in your right. life because that is so annoying. It's better to show your foibles, to be transparent, to show your flaws, maybe admit to them something crazy that happened on your way there. <laughs> You know, just anything like that to get them relaxed, to see that you're just a real person like them, and that you just have this really important message to share with them that changed your life first before you hope that it changes theirs. Well, we are love talking today with my friend Kathy Willis, who is a pastor's wife living in Rockville, Texas, and we're talking about speaker training, speaker-to-speaker communicating, connecting with people so that we can share the love and the life of the Lord Jesus. We're going to take our break. We come back. I want us to talk. You know, I look at a, a message as a sandwich. You've got a, a piece of bread in the front and a piece of bread in the back and the good stuff comes in the middle but you have to be sure you close it well <laughs> and so let's do that with this segment and when we come back let's talk about how how it is that we can practice enough to get more comfortable in doing what god has called us to do right after this stay with us Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published called Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca, and they can come to your house and turn a yucky looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial
commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and her guest Kathy Willis from Rockdale, Texas. Love Talking Today with Reverend Linda Chandler. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio with my precious friend Linda Chandler, Linda's pastor of Austin Brethren Church, and she is the executive director for Host Ministries and serves on the board of directors for National Day of Prayer, Central Texas Task Force. So we have some real good connections, uh, Kathy, in uh, some of the things that Linda and I do together. And I know that uh, it takes a lot of confidence uh, to speak, and we talked about how important you know, your opening and your closing is, is so that you can know where you are in in the, the adventure, I call it, of, of doing what it is that God calls us to do. But let's talk a little bit about what you recommend that can help us gain a little bit more confidence in doing those things. Well, the, the main thing is really similar to what I said before about getting the focus off of yourself, but... As far as knowing your giftedness and being confident in your giftedness, that comes through seeing how Jesus has infused your life with strengths that he wants you to have. He equips us with every single thing that we need to do the job he's called us to do. So if we're confident in that, that's going to help us so much. And we also have to be confident in our content. We need to know that it's going to answer that question, what's in it for me, and we need to Keep in mind the goal of the message. The goal of the message isn't to impress them. It's to help them have those aha moments so that they can really make those choices for their own lives to follow Christ more fully if we're talking in a faith-based realm. You know, some of us are talking in a corporate or a general market, but we're still giving them solid mm-hmm. information. And if we're Christians, we're coming from a biblical worldview so it doesn't really matter whether it's faith-based or general market. We are there to help them have the principles they need to succeed in life. And we can be confident in that because of our content more than anything. And we need to just tap into our giftedness. We need, if God has given us a sense of humor, don't feel like you have to stand straight and um, be very solemn. You know, you really have to be able to express your humor in a way that's going to delight them even. Some people I know are more dramatic and they have great body language and uh, almost you feel like you're seeing a monologue up there. And Go with that if that's your gifting. Figure out what it is that you're great at. Other people are wonderful storytellers. Well, if you're a storyteller, don't just tell facts. Tell the stories. Jesus loved telling stories to get a point across in a way that would provide that aha moment. 
And when we get to the closing, we need, that's what our goal is really, is to make sure that we stick the landing like in gymnastics. We want them to have that aha moment before we leave. So it's probably a good idea not to say, and finally, and <laughs> lastly, you know, how many times can you say, I'm going to wrap it up, and then you talk yeah. for five or ten more minutes. You know, that's, that's just not a good thing. We need to stick the landing. We need to uh, provide that aha moment for them at the end, leave them favoring that most important nugget. Don't take that last closing moment to review everything that you've said one more time. Just leave them with a good nugget that they can chew on all the way home. That is a great, that, that, that's yeah, really that, good. Yeah, I love that sticker landing. Um, so, Kathy, I know that uh, Evelyn's told me you're a singer, and one of your favorite courses is This Little Light of Mine. What does that have to do to help us promote one to be a speaker? Well, I think about what we teach the kids when we sing that song, how important it is to let your light shine, and our message is our light. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the second verse of that song says, don't hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. So many times we hide under this false humility of thinking self-promotion is sinful that Mm. we don't let it shine. And God doesn't want us to hide it. He doesn't want us to bury it. He doesn't want it. Uh, in some secret place, he wouldn't have given it to us to share, only for us to hoard it for ourselves. And so it's really important that we let that light shine. No matter what our topic is, if we've gotten our marching orders from God, we know that we need to let it shine. And part of that is promotion, and it's an uncomfortable thing for Christians who have just learned to put, you know, go to the end of the line instead of the beginning of the line or to park further out and let someone that needs a close hand, handicap parking have that. You know, we, we're developing the servant mentality, and then as a speaker we're told, well, now you need to promote yourself. And that's a hard thing. So I use that simple course, this little light of mine, to help us figure out what it is we need to do to get the word out in a way that would still honor Christ. That is a very awesome concept. I think I've struggled with the self-promotion thing mm-hmm. about thinking that, oh, I can't do that. God will just have to bring it to me. Um, and uh, because we have, when you are very deep into servant leadership and you believe that because you want to be more like Jesus, um, it is hard to do the self-promotion. It, it's very difficult. Um, I, you know, I think that... Um the world speaks to us uh, critically when they look at us as Christians, Linda, and see how powerful our lives are. Uh, and so often, and I don't say it comes from jealousy or any of that, uh, so often they think that we are uh, mm, elevating ourselves above maybe who they are, if, especially if they're not Christians. And it is important for us to be brave. You know, he... Uh, even when we're fighting battles, the Lord says the battle is the Lord's. You know, we if mm-hmm. we're prayed up and we know who we are and we know why we're there and we know what the messing is and we know who the messenger is, then God does bless it, Kathy. And he has done that so well with you. And, I, you know, I think back um, because I, I didn't talk until I was in the fourth grade, uh, it there was always that reluctance after I came to know the Lord to even speak out. I could sing in those days. I can't now because I've had pro surgery so many times. But, you know, it is you take what it is God blesses you with, Linda, mm-hmm. and you give it to the first person that he tells you to give it to. You don't give it to them all at one time. You begin to give them 
just a sample of God's grace. And that's why I love your book, Kathy, Grinning with Grace, because it's not always a pleasant thing to be a speaker in a situation, is it? No. You know, there's definitely some um, nightmares that come along in the speaking world, especially when you're traveling. And like you said, even just being willing to put yourself out there, there's going to be comparisons made and, and people that want to set you up for failure. And so you just have to keep your mission in mind so that you don't measure it by the wrong uh, ruler. Otherwise, you'll feel like you're a failure. Well, you do, we do have some oops moments. Is that right? Have you had that? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I've had so many oops moments. Uh, I share several of them in the book. Some of them are funny. Some of them are, are probably something everyone else has. My friend Roz says that I tend to bring a hiccup to every situation. <laughs> so um, so I don't know if anyone else deals with these, but I think they do. Um, probably one of the ones that starts off that you can tell it might be a bad day is, is when they don't use the bio that you sent yeah. them to introduce you, and they say things that aren't true or they Ooh. aren't true anymore. Um, they Maybe they mention a pet that you had 10 years ago because they downloaded something from the web from way back. You know, the web doesn't erase things, yes. and so there may be an old bio for you there. So, um, you know, what are you going to do with that? Um, or even being called the wrong name. You know, when you get up to speak, do you correct it? Do you go on? You know, and God has to just give you the wisdom in that moment to know what to do and, and to know that he's probably going to help just block the ears of people of not hearing the things they don't need to hear. <laughs> you know, they probably don't remember it as much as we do. It stuck out to us because it was personal, but it probably doesn't matter. In fact, a lot of these things don't matter. We just make too big a deal out of them. Well, Another guess, one. Well, go ahead. Yeah. One of the worst ones I ever had, I was speaking at the Hilton to a ladies group. It was a really large group. And it was a breakfast, and we had uh, crates, and they had shrimp in them. And I didn't, I am allergic to shrimp, and I didn't realize that. And about the time I got up, my mouth just went totally dry. My lips began to puff up. And um, I I was just in shock. I didn't know whether to drink water. I didn't know what to do. But finally, I just I asked a question, put my finger up in the air, and said, take one minute and think about this. And so then I got some water and was able to move on. But those things happen, Kathy. And, you know, we, the way we handle them depends basically on where our faith is. If, you know, mm. we know we're there and the Lord has a message for us to give, deliver. Well, we want to take another break. And uh, when we come back, Kathy, I want us to talk about six tips uh, that you have to help one get started that is not speaking, but maybe, or even writing, that they feel like God is calling them because they have a message they need to deliver. Let's take our break, guys, and when we come back with Kathy Glover right after this, Speaker to Speaker. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. 
Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and her guest Kathy Willis from Rockdale, Texas. Love Talking Today with Reverend Linda Chandler. Thank you, Gavin. It is so exciting to get here uh, and be in the studio, Linda, and talk about the things that are so dear to our heart because, um, uh, you know, speaking is not always easy, but it is a blessing. And I know, but we sure are learning how to take the passion that we have and then helping God, having God enable mm-hmm. us to bring it out. Well, he certainly has done that in my life. I, I cannot even begin to tell you how the adventures that one of the first biggies I did was in Chuck Swindoll's church out in California and, um, I was sick, and God just really gave me. Um, actually, it was 59 minutes oh, of wow. uninterrupted speaking. And I um, I was barely able to speak, you know, when my voice was so mm-hmm. bad. And they had told me, Evelyn, if you get to where you need to clean your throat, you know, you blow your nose or whatever, uh, just put your finger up, make a point, and then step back. And uh, I started that message, and I, the lady said from Word Publishers, because we wrote a book about it, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's a video series. And she said that she would um, stop, you know, and tie me and then bring me back on. I never saw her. I never wow. saw her until after I had finished speaking, and I sp- and I went over to a group of medical students who were there to hear me speak because my subject was living above the aches and pains and stress and strains of life. Because at that particular time in my life, I'd had surgery 24 times. Oh, my And goodness. so, you know, it was an object. I mean, it was something that uh, they wanted in this particular book and uh, and then the video series. But do you know the Lord was so faithful to me? He gave me the strength. He gave me the wisdom. My Outline was apple. You're the apple of my eye, and I'm going to take care of you. And the A is to apply the promises. Mm, and so I, you I know, love that. Well, it, you know, if you have structure, and, and I know, Kathy, you teach that so well in class and the other things you do. But one of the things I wanted to close with today, and that's something you don't talk about when you're speaking, is uh, talk about God's marketing plan. You know, we have, it goes, your manual. This is a manual that you've written, speaker to speaker. But it's not just about speaking. It's about marketing and making an impact. So what what do you consider God's marketing plan to be? 
Well, you know, when uh, I did literary publicity for several years and promoted about 100 authors through about 500 media channels, and I really wanted to make my publicity firm different than others by basing it on how God did marketing. And so I studied all the scriptures that I could think of that deal with how God got the word out about something, or in some other way, it was a biblical way for us to deal with with getting the word out. And so they're all included in the book. I can hit on a few today. Um, some of them I've already mentioned, but um, there's so many good Bible verses. You know, I said don't bury it. In Matthew 25, it talks about not burying that um, that gift into the ground because it's not going to do any good out there. Another one is just a simple one of um, going to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. That's how I do my marketing. You know, I start local, then I think regional or county or state, then I think national, and then I think international. So, you know, how are you doing your marketing? Do you have a strategy? Uh, other ones are going into the highways and byways and compelling them to come in. Again, we can't just be silent about what we do and expect them to call us. We have to be willing to do the groundwork and get out there and tell them what's going on. Romans 10:15 just simply says, go and tell. You know, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. We are supposed to be the ones delivering this. And if we don't, the ones on the other side that are delivering bad news seem to have no problem getting the word out. Mm-hmm. And so we need to make sure that we're delivering that good news. Uh, the Bible even talks about angels being God's messengers. Yes. You know, we're not, we're not angels, but we can sure look at how they got the word out with God's power in them and and be able to do something similar. And some of these that I learned even had to do with some of my business principles, like casting your bread upon the water. You know, a lot of times we have to try more than one marketing technique to see which one's going to work. And another one, if you use that same word, cast, don't cast your pearls before swine. You know, there's times that we try things and they're just not going to get it because that's the not, not the right market for us. Right. And I could tell you many more, but there are just so many principles in in God's Word that will show us how we're supposed to get the Word out. And I truly believe if we act on it based on His principles, that we can't go wrong. Mm. Well, you, I'm really impressed with your book, uh, Kathy. Uh, it's called Speaker to Speaker. And you've got a lot of really good helps in here. And we want to have you come back again later, uh, maybe when school uh, gets in full force and we have a little bit more time to to um, develop some things. Um, you, your book talks about how you set up your speaking uh, in your ministry and run it like a business, run it with a purpose and a plan. And you you talk about finding a brand that that does fit. You know, some of us are funny speakers. Some of us are really deep speakers. Some of us are, uh, you know, just encouragers. There are all kinds of, it's like garments, uh, Linda, when mm-hmm. we put on the garments of praise. And then you talk about how it is that you can make yourself known out there for the things that, that you need to do uh, in getting promotions and doing radio interviews and television interviews and and then one of the most exciting things, I think, is how you write about polishing your style and discovering God's plan for your business. And we know God's plan is so simple for us. It is that we will get up, get out, and go tell. And I know that 
it takes heart to do that. I, I want you to give us a really um, clear, clear and powerful statement, Kathy, of what your heart is for connecting and delivering the message that God has called you to deliver. Well, I just firmly believe that God planted my heart for passions inside of me, and he is the one that will help them bloom. And he chooses to use my words to do that. And the same thing for each one of you. He plants that in you, and then the way it blooms is through your words. So when we suppress the words, we suppress the purpose of what he's designed us for. And so it's that's just a strong conviction of mine that we need to be willing to take the risk, to say the words, to use the equipment that God has given us, the resources, the knowledge, the skill, the gifting, the audience. Use all of that to be able to bring others into this knowledge that will transform their lives and make a difference in the way they live their lives. Well, we want to thank you for being with us today, Kathy. Uh, You know, it is so important for us uh, in Love Talk as we begin to look at where we are and where, what it is God wants us to do. As I mentioned earlier, we're celebrating 31 years, and that's a lot of years to plant into a city like Austin. Mm-hmm. But the important thing that, I, that we just are so, um, so serious about is what it is that he wants us to do. And the scripture we have today is from Matthew 6, uh, 19 through 33. And I want to read a little bit of that, Linda, and we want to talk about it. And Kathy, let you give us a couple of things. So here's what I want you to do. This is what Paul, uh, I mean, this, this is what Matthew says, and it says this. Here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture and your fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it, unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity and grace in you. Kathy, you have done that so well in your book, Green with Grace, and again with the new book. Um, Tell our friends how they can get in touch with you and how you might be able to help them. I would love to hear from your audience, and the, probably the best way is through my website. It's Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, Carlton, D-A-R-L-T-O-N, Willis, W-I-L-L-I-S dot com. That's Kathy Carlton Willis dot com, or if you want to email me, it's simply put a Kathy at in front of that, Kathy at Kathy Carlton Willis dot com. I have a new speakers group on Facebook right now, and we're talking about a new topic every day uh, that has to do with the speaking life. So if you are interested in getting into speaking or advancing in your speaking, email me, and I'll add you to that group. I'd love to have you join us. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us today, Kathy. And we'll be talking, love talking to you again later. Uh, Kathy, it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, even though I haven't met you in the natural, I'm looking at your picture. I'm going to read your book. And I'm excited to um, know you. 
Thank you so much, Linda. Uh, Linda, we do want to close with um, the invitation we always offer for those that do not know the love of the Lord Jesus. He is willing and able and available to make his love known to us in a way that we can understand it. And that is you, first of all, acknowledge you need him. Secondly, you believe that he died for you. And and the C is to confess and confirm your love for him. And we will offer you that opportunity today as you're listening to us to contact us if you need some help. We'd love to provide a Bible for you. Linda, tell them how they can get in touch with you. And, and Well, you can get in touch with me at uh, Linda at hostministries.org <clears throat> or at, at L77C at AOL.com. I'd love to hear from anybody, and I just want people to be passionate about that gifting that God has put in your heart. Um, Each of us is a gift to this world, and the Lord is passionate about us, Mm -hmm. so let's be passionate about what he's done for us. We thank you for joining us for Love Talk, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you.